Hey y'all, hey, welcome to Such a Lady, and I'm your host, Siobhan. If you are new tuning into our toxic show, welcome. Welcome to our toxic family, and thank you for stopping by. To our sales, our Such a Ladies, thank you for tuning back in. Y'all know I love y'all more than the fact you love Kate, okay? I love y'all. Um, this week's Such a Lady is Pamela McGrath, a.k.a. Pam539. Thank you for being you, boo. Thank you for staying with us. Thank you for sticking with us. Thank you for being you. Um, Valentine's Day is coming up. And like we said on the last episode, we will be having a Such a Lady giveaway. It is going to be a surprise. Um, so stay tuned so you can know how to win. Um, but... I have not forgotten about it. It will be posted and I will actually, I will actually tell you guys about it next week. So kudos to that. Now let's get toxic. Our next toxic story gone wrong was submitted by one of our sales, Miss Courtney. Um, this story kind of baffled me because why would you plot to kill someone who had your best interest in mind? Like, I don't, I don't know. It don't make sense. Um, but that's what this week's toxic story is about. So let's start at the beginning. Tia and George Young met and married in 1995. And at the time, George was working for a security company. George seemed to be a very driven, very loved by many people, especially by his wife, Tia. He was just... There was nothing that I could find that said anything bad about George Young. He was just really that guy. Now, over the next couple of years, the two would go on to have three children. And George honestly wanted more for his family and for himself. But he knew in order to get more, he would have to put in the work. The couple originally originally from South Carolina moved to Georgia where... George starts his own security company, and things are starting to look good for the Youngs. They have this beautiful house in this nice, quiet neighborhood. They have these healthy, beautiful children. So on all accounts, the Youngs are pretty blessed. George starts taking on some high-profile jobs, and this is just the beginning. Like, he's like, this. don't get excited about this, because this is just the beginning. Like, I plan on going higher and higher. You know, like, <laughs> what's silly? Because there's not one. That's how George was looking. Now, George, again, is said to be loved by everyone, not only because of his kind spirit, but also because of his huge giving heart. Um, and why do we say that? Because George had a acquaintance that he had known from South Carolina. Reports say that the two were best friends, but George's sister said that they knew each other. That's what it was. She said they weren't best friends. They knew each other. That's it. That's all. Either way, Tim had fallen on hard times and George offered him a job as a subcontractor. While working for George, George finds out that Tim is living in different hotels and motels. So George invites Tim to stay with him and his family until he gets on his feet. I mean, I'm just curious, George, do you have a brother? 
<laughs> a cousin. I mean, you know, if y'all all raised right, I mean, as long as it's in the family. Because do you hear me? George got his own family to take care of. He got his own wife, his own kids. And then not only is he looking out for them, he's like, hey, I'm in a position to help somebody else out. So let me do that. I hate that he did it. Now, because Tia was trying to catch up, George did not, I mean, because Tim was trying to catch up, George did not charge him anything for staying at the house at first. During all of this going on with, you know, Tim needing help getting on his feet, Tia loses her job. So not only is George taking care of his wife, his kids, his mother-in-law, and now his friend Tim, Listen, I'm tired for George. I am. I'm tired because I don't know if y'all didn't ever been in a situation where you're the only person getting up going to work. Like, for real, for real. Have you ever been that person? Like, it'll make you sometimes legit have a whole attitude. Like, why am I the only person getting up going to work? Why am I the only person working 12 hours? But George did it. He, he, was, he was carrying quite the load, but he carried it well. He picked up extra shifts. He didn't complain. He knew that he had a family to take care of. And while he was working, Tia was doing her part, taking care of home. So it was like, okay, I'm going to do it out here. You're going to do it in the house. And the couple just made it work until November the 16th of 2017. Over 20 years after the couple had known each other, Tia calls 911 and tells them that her husband has been shot. The 911 dispatcher tells Tia to go and look and see if her husband is all right, to which Tia states she just can't do it. Like, she's too squirmish and she just doesn't want to see her husband like that. But what she could do is send her brother Tim to go see what's going on. Tim goes out and apparently starts giving George CPR until other help arrives on the scene. But by this time, it's too late and George is already gone. Um, He had gotten shot twice while he was putting his key in the door coming home from work. And it wasn't just any day of work. George had been working since that morning and he got home at about 11, maybe 11, between 11 and 1130. Um, so he was out and he wasn't out just doing no, no rinky dink job. I believe his, the gig that he had prior to him being shot, he was doing security for little Yachi. So, and that wasn't one of his biggest clientele. So George was out here being great on purpose. We send you George. Okay. Do you hear that? Do you hear that? So this is crazy because he's just coming home from work and he's putting his keys in the door and all of a sudden somebody ambushes this man this man who is just coming home from work like can you imagine like your home is your safe place you feel like when you get home you able to just let it all out like you know just be yourself and you can't even get in your house because somebody is plotting on you now this is a shock to everyone because who would want to kill George who, who would want to kill him? Even Tia didn't know the answer to this. So she goes on TV and she makes a plea asking anyone who knows anything to come forward. Like, even if you don't think it's a big deal, it could be a big deal. We just need you to come forward so we can find out who did this to, you know, our loved one. And while she's doing that, 
the police are looking at the video. They're like, okay, let's look and see how her 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 body language is, what words she's using, you know, different things. So she's thinking she's doing a good thing, but the police are like, okay, well, keep talking. Keep on talking. Now, while she's talking, the family is making their way to Tia because not only do they want to know what happened to their brother, to their son, they want to be there for Tia, their daughter-in-law, their sister-in-law, and the kids. But things start looking really suspicious, like while they're trying to make their way there to grieve for their loved one. Um, first, why was Tia telling everyone, including the police, that Tim was her brother? And then another thing that stood out is when George's sister called to see what was going on. Like, Tia, what happened? Like, how did this happen? Like, you were there. Give me some answers. She calls to get this information, and Tim answers Tia's cell phone. Why are you answering the phone? Like, what? Are, what's going on? Why are you answering my brother's wife's phone? And he's just like, you know, I'm just here helping out, you know, taking care, making sure she's okay. And Georgia's sister hung up. What's crazy is nobody knew that Tim was staying with the couple. George had kept that secret to himself. And I'm I'm kind of curious as to why. Like, I'm, I'm sure he felt like he didn't want people to know that another man was staying in his house. And then not only that, that you was taking care of another grown man, even if you were helping him out. And also, you got to think of it. You hear people saying, you got another man in the house with your wife and your kids? Mm. So for whatever reason, George kept it to himself. Like, people knew that George was helping Tim out, but they didn't know that George was staying at his house. Now, George's sister's like me, because, honey, when she got off the phone, she had one destination, and that was to Tia and Tim. Because, why? again, why are you answering my brother's wife's phone. Once George's sister, Ivy, gets to her brother and sister-in-law's house, she notices that the tension in the house is thick. It could be cut with a knife. She also says that Tia and Tim one day are locked in George and Tia's room with the door shut, of course, because it's locked, but they're in there. Why are you in this man's room with his wife? I, I don't know. So George's sister said when Tia comes out, she's looking like, what, what's the problem? Ain't nothing going on. Like, why are you looking at me sideways? That's, that's kind of how she was looking. Ivy would also go on to say that Tia was chilling in Tim's room with candles lit and music playing. Like, because at this point, I'm like, where are the kids? They just lost their dad and their mom is having an R&B jam session with her pretend brother in the house that her husband was paying for. Because remember, T is not working. And I'm not saying that in relationships that they're not up and downs. But if you're not going to be working, then I'm going to need for you to be acting right. That's all I'm saying. Like, don't don't not work and not act right. Like, pick a struggle, ma'am. All right, because you can't make this up. So the police decide that they're going to bring Tia and Tim in to question them. And at this point, they got their ducks in a row. They're not bringing them in to, you know, lollygag or pretend with them. This time, the police have something to question Tia and Tim about. And 
they first start off asking about this brother and sister thing and they weren't being nice about it. The police had obtained phone records that showed that the two were not brother and sister. And if they were, they would definitely be guilty of incest. There were text messages showing that they were having an affair. And then also there was a meme that was sent that said that um, something about killing your husband and then Tia sent a message talking about, I wonder if I would be convicted. And it was kind of crazy because why are you sending that? Like, why are y'all even having these conversations? Like Tia, you have an obligation to your husband, Tim, this man just helped you out. But I mean, I guess people going to be who people going to be. Tia had no choice at this point and decided to come clean about the relationship with her and Tim. The two had started a relationship, but Tia said two things could be true at the same time. Yes, she could be cheating, but that does not mean that she killed her husband. Another thing the police had up their sleeve is the Young's neighbors. When they heard the shots, they called 911, but were also looking out the window. Now, while looking out the window, the neighbor sees someone jump over George's body and go underneath his car. Now, the neighbor doesn't know what they're getting under there to get, but they do notice that. So the person gets from underneath the car and then they go around the back to the house. And so the neighbor doesn't think anything of it because at this time, they're trying to get the police to come out and help. George. So when the police bring this up, Tim is like, I already know what's going on. Like, first of all, let me tell you, Tim said that George was trafficking guns. And because of this, George asked Tim to put a tracking device on his car. And Tim was like, of course, of course, I'll do that for you. But that's not the only strange thing. So now Tim is saying that George is trafficking guns, but George's boss said that when they came over to the house, you know, to console Tia and to, you know, let her know, hey, we're here for you. You don't have to worry about anything. They had been over there all day, all day. It is kind of like when you lose a loved one or someone, you know, loses a loved one and everybody goes over and they're just expressing their condolences and they don't want the loved one to be by themselves, especially her and the kids. So they're there, you know, out of the kindness of their heart. Well, (laughs) George's boss said that he was getting ready to leave and he was telling Tia, hey, look, me and my wife are going to go home. We're going to get some clothes. We're going to come back. Don't worry. We won't be gone too long. And he said that Tia was saying, hey, do you know where I could find information on George's life insurance policy? Now, this is less than, this is the day of, this is the day George was found, okay? So she's already asking about the insurance policy, this $1 million insurance policy. And George's boss was kind of like, that's kind of strange that she's thinking about it right now. But you know what? Everybody grieves differently. So he didn't think anything of it, nothing at all. So he goes home, him and his wife, they come back. And then Tia starts talking to him, complaining about the fact that 
all these people are there. She just wants everybody to go away. She just wants to grieve in private. She doesn't understand why George's family is asking her all these questions about Tim. And, and you know, she's just really upset. She's not upset that George is dead. She's upset that George's family is coming in and they got questions. And I don't know why she would think they wouldn't. You know what I mean? And I don't understand why she wouldn't have questions herself. But the police asked Tia, hey, do you and George have any life insurance policies? And Tia tells the police, "Mm, we used to, but with the fact that I'm not working and we're pretty broke, no, the policies lapsed. So the police are thinking, okay, well, maybe this is not her trying to kill him. You know what I mean? But that is until George's sister goes to the police. So, so mind you, T is talking to all these people, this person over here, this person over here, this person over here, but she's not being mindful about the things that she's saying. So these people are listening to her talk, but then they're going back to the police saying, I don't know if this means anything, but mm, let me tell you something. And that's what George's sister did. She was like, I don't know if you all know, but there's a life insurance policy on my brother and it's for a million dollars and Tia is the sole beneficiary. And so the police are like, you don't say. Now they didn't tell her that her bro- that her, her sister-in-law said, hey, look, those policies lapsed and let alone didn't say that it was for a million dollars. Didn't say that. So once the police get done talking to uh, Georgia's sister, they called the insurance company come to find out less than 24 hours after George had been killed on his front step at his house Tia then called in to see how she can cash in on this life insurance policy <laughs> do you hear me I, I, I did just you you can't make this stuff up so in your mind you are already spending this money okay the night that George was shot Tim said that after all George had did for him, he wanted to protect George's reputation and didn't want his family to know what he did on his downtime. The police bring this new information to Tia. Like I'm saying, this is, you know, this is your brother lover. Why don't you know that your husband is trafficking guns? And if you, if your husband didn't tell you, why come Tim didn't tell you? But when the police bring this information to Tia, she's dumbfounded. She like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I didn't know that George was doing nothing like that. I ain't never heard nothing like that in my life. After this, the police were ready to charge the couple. From the lies to the story changing to Tia fouling a claim on George's life insurance less than 24 hours after her husband was ambushed on their porch yeah that that's really sad and the the sad part about it is that okay so even if you're like i want to start over just leave just leave even if you don't want the kids just leave but tia didn't want to tia wanted to start a new life with tim and then she wanted to keep her kids But the only way she could do that was to get George out of the picture. But George was the person that was taking care of her. Like, this breaks my entire heart. He didn't do anything wrong. All he did was provide. 
and then Tia had the nerve to want to be with the, if you going if you going to cheat and not that it's okay but it, don't cheat with somebody that ain't got nothing Tim didn't have a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of and you decided that this is the person that you going to choose over your husband girl please <laughs> stop playing with me Tia was sentenced to life in prison with the possibility of parole and Tim was given life without the possibility of parole again y'all this story just made me mad because all George was trying to do was take care of grown people one he didn't have no obligation to and he didn't because Tim why are you grown and I'm taking care of you and then you got the nerve at at what point at any point the two could have been like you know what George does not deserve this like he doesn't if we're gonna do this then let's at least give him you know the satisfaction to say um hey let's cut our ties and and I go my way you go your way I would love to talk to Tia on like a non-judgmental level Um, because what made you choose this man after your husband, the man that not only was going above and beyond and he, it wasn't like he didn't talk about his wife. Everybody said that he loved his wife. He spoke highly of her. He was in love with her. So what, what turned the switch? Was it that you didn't want him to have this power over you because you weren't working anymore then get another job you know what I mean but it I don't I maybe this is a new breed because baby let me tell you something if all you need for me to do is clean up while you go to work baby you go I'm gonna clean up I'm gonna clean the grass I'm (laughs) I'm gonna clean the street outside of the driveway so when you come home your tires don't get dirty like you ain't never gonna you gonna think about stuff and I'm already have it done that's just what it is I mean you know as opposed to being like how do I off this man rest in peace to George you guys thank you for tuning in to this week's such a lady episode Um, I absolutely love the fact that this was one of the ones that was sent to us by ourselves um, because I hadn't heard of this story before. And y'all know I hear about a lot of stories. So just listening to this story was crazy. And then having to research it and all that stuff, it just breaks my heart, breaks my heart because you never know. You can lay next to somebody for over 20 years and not even have an inkling that they're plotting to kill you. And then the fact that they tracking you. So they tracking you while you going to work so they can find out how they can kill you. Like, <laughs> this is seriously crazy. And it happens more and more often. You know what I mean? Like, it's becoming the norm. Like, oh, so you don't want to be with somebody no more? Okay, just kill them. No, don't do that. Because now look at you. You just, you in jail and you can't see Tim no more because he in jail too. And then... Tia, beautiful girl, after she didn't went to jail, baby, it looked like jail done aged her tremendously. And I can see how. I just feel like they didn't even look past the right now. Nothing makes sense. What 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 were they gonna tell the police? Why did you Okay. 
y'all know I will get started all over again and we will be here for another <laughs> 30 minutes because I didn't get on a rant. But hey, you guys, listen, if you're in a toxic relationship and you've been looking for a sign, you've been praying about it, and you're looking for confirmation, this is it. This is it. If you stumbled upon this podcast and you're like, hey, listen, I... I know that there's better for me. There is, but it's on the other side of you choosing you. If you need help choosing you, you can always reach out to us here at Such a Lady. Or if you don't want to see your business, you can always reach out to the the National Domestic Hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE. If you are the toxic in a relationship, if you are here to see another day, then you can choose to do better. You can always be better than the day you were before. If we're all honest, that's what we're all striving to be better than the day we were before. So if you are the toxic and you are looking to get help, you can always reach out to us as such a lady, or you can reach out to the National Domestic Hotline. They will help you. Um, I'm just praying that you all choose you first. I hope that you all have a great week on purpose. Also, I wanted to tell y'all something at the end of the end of the uh, the podcast because probably y'all ain't listening no more if y'all cut it off. Tell me why I'm on this dating site, and it's this guy who I dated before and kind of did me dirty, whatever. So I look at his profile. And not only on the profile picture, is it a picture of me and him? He just cropped me out. Then on his profile, he was like, hey, um, I hope you ladies out there have a great day and don't forget to be blessed on purpose. Now, listen, I didn't make the saying, but he never heard it before he met me. And I'm just like, dang, can you be your own self? Now, can you be your own self? Because Siobhan is already taken. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was just like, wow, that's just so crazy. And then I was like, let me share this with my fouls because it's it's the it's the audacity. Like, where do you get it? And how much does it cost? Is it free? Because the way that folks is out here showing out, it got to be free. But anyway, that was my little story of the week. I would love to chat with you guys on our socials at Instagram. It's such a lady 30 at Facebook is such a lady. I would love to meet you guys here. Same time, same toxic place next week. I love you guys. Don't forget to be great on purpose. Bye.